Hi, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of the final season of I Am Not Defined. It has been a pleasure to be your host. And unfortunately, I will not be able to be with my other co-host as we all had time conflicting issues. But that does not mean that we won't give you one hell of a good episode. So this episode will be the last recap of our experiences of I Am Not Defined. As some of you may know, the Grants, the Academic Growth and Innovation Fund, is the reason why this podcast existed to allow students to have an open and honest conversation about disability activism, disability history, and overall, like, their identity with the disability community. But I feel that it has become something much more. I think it's become, like, a family because it's very, these kind of topics are very sensitive and it's very difficult to discuss and I feel like having that safe space with my coworkers or my friends just allowed me to really become a better advocate and I cannot thank you all for listening and I am so sorry this is how it ends but it's it's been a heck of a ride and I hope you'll stick with me for my little recap the first question is what is my favorite memory working with I am um, AGIF so for those who don't know, AJF is the name of our project. It is called the Academic Growth and Innovation Fund. And my favorite memory is doing, it was when me, Diana, and Katie actually did the Best Buddies Walk. And we we did it to mainly talk about it, but also like it's a form of activism that you can do joining several like projects. And I think I really loved it because it was the first time we saw each other as hosts. But like more, it was the first time we saw each other as real co-hosts because Diana had been very new and we hadn't even discussed making her a co-host yet. And like when we did, like we we had discussed it, but we were still unsure. Do you know what I mean? Like we were unsure if it would be a good fit because Katie and I, even when Katie and I started, we didn't know each other. We were just kind of thrown into the project. Like, all right, cool. Like we knew each other, but we didn't, we weren't friends. Like we weren't, we weren't close yet. So it was amazing to see that we were all bonding over the same things we all had the same ideas and I think it was for me at least for me it was like okay this is going to be so much better than before what was my first day of AJF like lonely um I think people don't discuss this because it's a it's a remote position so you don't have to meet in person I mean Katie Deanna and I do because we all go to the call but I think for me, it was lonely at first because it wasn't what I was expecting. I was actually in like advertisements, just making ads, eight hours, just pun- like producing as many ads as I could. I think I made like 10 to 15, which is very, I think that's impressive considering like I didn't even know my style. I I wasn't even a public relations and advertising major yet. So I was very much new. And I think it kind of helped sway my decision into going into public relations and advertising instead of one or the other. Um, but I was very lonely because I thought I would be able to like text my coworkers, but all my coworkers had different schedules. Like, oh, Katie was like, I'm only working in the mornings. And I worked from like one to eight. And then it was in India at the time. So we were somewhere else. But it was, uh, I think it was lonely, but it was also really exhilarating because it was the first time I felt like I was treated like an adult. And it was very much a stepping stone. Did anything surprise me? Absolutely. Kelly Zumis surprised me. Her energy, her excitement for the project, her dedication, the amount of time and effort and love she put into her team, the team that we had. 
everything surprised me. I'd never, I'd only ever worked at a grocery store and like a factory. So I had never really gotten to have that really cool office experience, colleague experience. And it surprised me how loving everyone was. It was, it surprised me how loving everyone was. It surprised me how everyone was just so dedicated in their own way, the diversity in the group, like it was just amazing. That that was a really big surprise. And it helped me form what I want to do when I do have to find another job or the work environment. Like I ended up applying to this other job. I got hired and I didn't like the work environment because they weren't focusing on diversity, equity, and inclusion. They weren't focusing on helping people of color, dis- people with disabilities, um, like boost up in the world. They were kind of just like, oh, you know, like they were providing like access to remote phones, but I just didn't sense the same like, obviously, I will never have the same atmosphere as the people I work with now, and they're amazing, but it just didn't hit the basic marks, and I think that surprised me within myself because it helped me establish, like, what I want in a, what I want and what I don't want in a work environment. What is one, what is one takeaway you have from this experience? Oh, that's so hard. There's so many. There are, I feel like I can go on and on and on, but my biggest takeaway would definitely be the confidence I gathered because before I was very not shy like I'm I'm an outgoing person but you know when doing stuff like going out interviewing people and like that gets a little intimidating because you have to be a good host you have to be a good interviewer um just the confidence I have and like doing the amount of research I've done to make sure I'm the best informed with the information I have on a topic that definitely is a takeaway like the research part is amazing but overall, it's just like, I don't know. There's so many, but it's definitely the confidence. I think that's the big one. I I see it from like the first episode where I messed up the name because I didn't know what the name was versus now where I'm like, this this I am not fine, you know? Uh, this feels so personal. Like it feels like a one-on-one. What do you hope to do after AJF? I hope to still work with disability activism. I mean, I am the Senator for Disabled Students at DePaul. It's not a paid position, unfortunately, but it does allow me to get away from that negativity with the disability community at DePaul. And what I mean by that is just sometimes they're not heard or sometimes like they just don't meet eye to eye with the CSD. And I really hope to be that bond because I have that bond with both people. So I really hope to be that glue and make an establishing foundation for the future. And I hope to find a job, like, duh. <laughs> I've been applying and I hope to find something I like. And I, what I mean by that is something that I can actually promote diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's actually become a main part of my life now. And I just overall, that's what I hope to do. And I hope, like in the long run, I hope to graduate within a year, applying to my master's program uh, and just, grow I guess grow up more I know it's so sad like you guys saw me as this little I, mean, I want to say this little kid because like I was already married when I came out to the project but you guys saw me as this like 19 year old or like who's still trying to figure out what to do and had some experience with disability to somebody who's like all right let's let's make accessibility and accommodations happen and yeah I, this is the second to last thing it says express whatever you want um I am, this is for you guys, I'm 100% so grateful, and I mean disgustingly grateful that you listen to this, because in my head, I was like, I don't even think we'll have one listener, and that's not true, 
I don't know how many we have. I don't check because I, I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where it's just, I produce work and what I just produce it on the world and whoever it reaches, it was meant to reach. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be the voice inside your ear, your headphones. And thank you for letting Katie and Deanna and I just discuss topics that are usually controversial because they're very sensitive. It's, it involves identity. And thank you for allowing yourself and us to have an open and honest conversation with you. It's very vulnerable. And I appreciate everything. Thank you, Dr. Kelly Zumis, for hiring me. I have been with you for about a year and three well. Let's see, March. Yeah, about a year and three months. I am sad that June 30th today is our last day, but I am super grateful to have had this opportunity and to think all this happened because I saw an application process. I saw it said closed and I wasn't going to submit anything. And my husband just said, go ahead and do it. What are they going to do? Say no. And I, 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 I am just in awe. I can't like, I, I don't want to cry, but it's it's been amazing. And this will be an experience that I take with me wherever I go. Ugh, this is the saddest part. I know it's, hold on, you guys can't see it, but. Well, this has been my portion of I Am Not Defined. As always, I'm your host, Emma. This has been I Am Not Defined. And I'm signing off. I love you all. Thank you. And please continue the conversations about disability activism and just overall any conversation. Thank you. My name is Katie and I am wearing a dark blue tank top. My hair is tied to dark red with a clear headband. I am wearing glasses that are purple and I am a Caucasian skin. And one of my favorite memories working with HIF is just meeting all the wonderful people and getting the opportunities that I wish I that I got from this uh, position grant because if it wasn't for Kelly Tazumitz inviting me into this grant, then I don't think I would have had the opportunities, the connections, and experience that I did with like making podcasts and social media management and managing the social media accounts and doing TikToks. I thought I thought I would never get these experiences. Um, the next one, the next question is, what was your first day like? I guess for me, my first day was kind of like, not thrown in a little bit, but like, um, almost excited and nerving because I lost my dad two years ago to COVID and it was in December and I really needed a job to support myself financially. So I... I looked on the job board, didn't find anything. And then Kelly Tazuma was recommended me to come in, recommended me to come in for her um for AGIF. And I met with the team, I met with Mackenzie and I met with Audrey and, and they seemed pretty cool. And then when I joined, I was like, wow, this is an amazing experience. And I just wish that it didn't have to end so soon. Um did anything really surprise me? Not necessarily, no. I mean, I knew the grant was ending in June when Kelly told me when I first came on board that, hey, it's ending in June. But that didn't really surprise me. I kind of knew what was coming down the pipeline. And I'm just really glad that I got to be on this 
board and to be on this um, project to really show my voice and to make sure that people are not alone. And um, one thing that I would take away from this experience is just all the connections I made and still willing to be the advocate for my own self. Because I know that sometimes I kind of get shy of standing up for myself, but if I can come and tell my story and just being able to share my experiences, I think that would be like really good for um what isn't like for the future generations. And then what I hope to do after AGIF is really getting a job in like the film industry or joining like an advocacy group for the disabled learner, not just for the disabled learner, but for people who can't find their voice. Cause I know what it's like to be um like shy and thrown out and not really finding your voice in a society where they don't really accept you for who you are. Um, I guess just thank you so much, Kelly and Kent and the AGIF team and TC for allowing me to have this amazing experience if it wasn't for Kelly, I don't think I would have had a lot of doors open for this opportunity and for my last year at DePaul. As always, I am your host, Katie, and this has been the final episode of I Am Not Defined, and I am signing off. Thank you guys so much for listening. No matter if you're at DePaul in the United States, outside of the, outside of the United States, just again, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to this podcast. And again, I'm signing off permanently. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day and night from wherever you are. Take care. Hi guys, my name is Diana. Um, right now, I I have brown wavy hair. I, I'm currently wearing glasses. I'm wearing a light blue crop top and on top I'm wearing a white sweater. I'm of Mexican descent, so my skin is tan. And today we will discuss um, and answer a couple questions. So, my favorite memory of working with the AGIF was getting to meet people, you know, that had the same interests as I did, you know, so. Um, same interests such a, as working towards social justice and in this case we were working um, towards helping advan advance the resources towards the disabled community disabled community especially at DePaul and I was so happy that I got to meet Emma and Katie and doing so we we were together through um, the I Am Not Defined podcast as well as making ads together. I think that especially having to have these discussions really opened up my eyes about several different conversations that I don't, don't think I would have had if it wasn't for AGIF. <laughs> my first day at AGIF was exciting but also nerve-wracking because I... This was the first time that I got to have a job like this and I see it as such a such a huge privilege and I am so grateful for it. Um, I, I remember I was just hoping, you know, that I would do the right thing and not mess up because I just wanted to do what was best.
something that <laughs> something that surprised me actually a lot of things surprised me while working here was the hit was the history um of people with disabilities you know and how far we have come in in all of this and all i can say is that i feel like i feel like we have come such <laughs> it's it has been such a it has been such a journey and i am so proud of all of the efforts that has been have been taken to get you know to where we are today in society and there is yet much more to be done but we are working towards that every day something that i would take away from this experience is to remember that um, disabled people are also people you know some i've i've had several i've had several discussions where they don't they don't need your look of pity they don't need you coming up to them and offering assistance unless they ask you to Rem remember that okay just rem it is great you know that you, that you want to help but at the same time you want you also want to keep in mind that so that being helped by other people when they do not ask it of you can be at sometimes rather embarrassing. So that is just something to keep in mind that I have learned through this. People will just not reach out unless they want to. And something that I hope to do after AGIF is continue is just honestly continue working towards social justices in different air in different areas, especially with uh, my current area of study, which is environmental studies, and that is something that I'm striving towards. All I all I want to say is thank you for this opportunity. Thank you to Emma. Thank you to TC. Thank you to Dr. Kelly. Thank you to Kent. Thank you to Katie, thank you to Om, and thank you to the rest of the team. You have all been so wonderful. I loved working with you every moment since I got hired. I am so appreciative of this. And I would also just like to say that the job doesn't just stop here. Even if I wasn't, even if I'm currently no longer in AGIF, it's still, uh, it is still something that I will hold dear to my heart, and I will continue my best efforts toward, toward, towards, and take this wherever I go. I'm your host Diana. This has been I Am Not Defined, and I'm signing off.